definitely human. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com/weightloss. That's PlushCare.com/weightloss. PlushCare.com/weightloss. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 69. It's winter, it's Christmas, and I'm in the farmhouse with mum who's currently cooking up some festive treats. Oh, they smell good. Yeah, it's just out of the oven. <laughs> Lovely. This <Christmas> is coming. <laughs> um, and I'm going to make some mulled wine. Oh, marvellous. I bought a bottle of Shiraz because I read that's the best wine to make okay. mulled wine with. And we had some the other night and it was delish. So we're going to recreate. I remember how much orange juice it was like it a cup or something. It needs to be half. A oh, does it? It needs to be half orange juice to half wine and then... And then the rest of it is water. Water? Yeah. I'm not adding any water. Oof. That's my girl. <laughs> we'll put in a whole juice glass full then. <laughs> she never was one to measure anything. <laughs> and I've got these little tea bags because we're winging it. And then, oh, and some sugar. Can you believe we're coming to the end of Back to Earth podcast? It's gone so fast. No, I can't, actually. <laughs> Do you think so? It's gone yeah, fast? Yeah. It's always been there and something to look forward to. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe um, we've been down here for three years, to be honest. That's gone really, really fast. I was kind of shocked when I realised we'd been in our place for three years and, and we've been recording, I guess, ever since we moved down. Yeah. Well, didn't you start before you moved? No, you started just as you were moving. I did one. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I did one episode up in London with mm. Josh and Yox, and they just came down to visit last weekend, which was lovely, showing them everything I'm doing here. And yeah, it's always nice to see those boys. I do miss going to London, but then when I'm there, I can't wait to come back again. You know, it's funny. It's how I used to be. Yeah, especially now with our little girl. It's, um, yeah, life is proving to be even more frantic than usual. I decided it was too much to do every week for the podcast. And so we did every month. And even that's proving to be too much. So I, whilst I've dearly enjoyed doing it, and I've, I've really enjoyed this year, I suppose, um, branching out and interviewing more people. The first couple of seasons was very much you and me tackling things on the farm. And then yeah. I've sort of, I guess because of COVID, I wasn't able to do a lot of face-to-face -face stuff early on, which yeah. I wanted to. And, and we that's were in learning nice. mode as well. 
Yes. What's been the standout thing, do you think, in the last three years? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Everything's stand out to me. I mean, there's just so we've got so many branches of it, getting to grips with a farm, doing the vineyard. I mean, it's been, what, seven years since Dad passed away? Yeah. God, I mean, that's flown half, by yeah. as well. That's yeah. bonkers. How did you feel? I mean, I can't imagine after he passed away, you suddenly had this huge farm to look after. Like, how did you know what to do and how did you feel about moving forward with it and just knowing you had to carry on? Well, I wanted to carry on. I didn't have to carry on, but I wanted to. And I'd had discuss. your dad and I were quite open in talking about what life would be like after one of us had gone. Mm. Um, not because he knew he was going, because he didn't that last bit. But it's one of those things that as a family, I did it with my mum and dad. You always talk about the world after me. And so he always used to say to me, you'll find a way, you'll carry on, it'll all be fine. And so I knew that I had to do something. And it actually was really, really good for me because it made me get out of bed in the morning and stop mourning quite so much. Um, you know, I had a reason to get on with life. You couldn't not get out of bed, isn't it? There's too many things relying on absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, um, you know, Nigel was great because he said he would stay on and help. And I learned so much from him. I mean, I was in training for the first six months, trying to get my head around everything. I spent, well, I spent some of that six months locked in the office, just going through all the paperwork. Trying Dad to wasn't learn. one for paperwork, was he? No, he wasn't. I mean, that, um, that was, I'm just getting some more wine and stir. It's starting to go hot. I think that means we could pour some. Don't want to boil the alcohol off, do we? Good Lord. <laughs> because dad was always very keen that you weren't the farmer's wife out in the field, you know, getting he covered didn't... in mud and no makeup. And he liked that you yeah. were very glam and you, you kept it quite separate, didn't you? You know, we come from a countryfied background where the wife was doing all the farming things. And then on market day, she'd be in the pannier market selling butter and eggs. And he said, no, you're not going to do that. I don't want that. You are not going to get involved in the farm, which is why when we were first married, I carried on with my career. Mm. You know, farming was very secondary, but it was only because you came along. And as children, I needed to be here for you that I decided to give up my career and do farming. Luckily, I had my head around all the paperwork side of it so he could not worry about that part. He used to say, I do the farming, she worries about the bank balance. And that's how it was. And you spent most of the time doing passports for cattle, oh, didn't God, you? God, yes. Yeah. So I got my head around that bit, but it was all, you know, going through all the files. You know, I got three filing cabinets, four drawer filing cabinets. I had to go through every file and read everything to catch up on what what state the farm was in, where we were at. That was the main thing was to try and work out how much tax I had to pay mm. with um, the value of the farm and whatever. What is so, it called when somebody passes away? Inheritance is... tax. Oh, okay, yeah. And I got there in the end, but it took me six months of just battling through all the files. And then in between that, I was going out with Nigel, learning what needed to be done on the farm in the way of crops, because I didn't know the first thing about growing wheat, barley or any of those things. And so he taught me everything there was to know about that and with other people's input as well, mm. the agronomist. And I think actually, yeah, you just really took the bull by the horns and I think you really enjoyed going out and about. And then yeah. even more so following Nigel leaving, mm. you and I, you know, again, we've had to go out and just do everything and be really hands on. And it's been great. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think it's worked 
really brilliantly and the way that you know you've come on board and so enthusiastically well you've given me the enthusiasm you were just running it in the way that dad ran it and the way that nigel yes. ran it and I, it we've got to done the new point things. where it was easier to just do it the same old way we'd always done it and i realized that change was needed yeah i mean i've said it before and i'll say it again i just think you've been amazing ever since i moved down i was expecting a lot more pushback i think hearing the stories of dad when he came home to farm with his grandfather and no you know we're not doing it that way we're doing it the way it's been done a hundred years ago and things like that i've just been amazed how anything i suggest no matter how stupid you've been like yeah okay let's give it a go you know well if you don't try you don't know do you Mm. i mean it's like the pumpkins that was a roaring success we had no knowledge whether it would be or not and um you know everything we've done um the vineyard is a little bit more testing but i mean that will get there yeah but no i'm 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 up for it you sloshed it all over the place so i see up to your normal standards mm. brief intermission while we just gobbled a mince pie that was delicious absolutely mine <laughs> uh well i'll have some more wine then mm. So we've just put the tree up next door. Let's go hang some baubles. You've got to put the lights on first. Yes, so. okay, put the lights on. Ooh, it's starting to feel festive. How do these little dibbles work? Rainbow fairy lights. LED. You've still got Christmas lights from when you were in college, your first home. Yeah, when I lived in London. Oh, let's just hook it through there and hope for the best. <laughs> I've been really happy with the success of Back to Earth, to be honest, because when I first started doing the podcast, my main thought was with the passing of Dad, I felt like we lost so many great stories that he was so good at telling. And I felt like I didn't want that to happen again with you. And so I was keen to do a family podcast of us together and sort of tackling, you know, things on the farm together and just to get all those stories on tape so that I had that kind of memory and something to cherish and what kind of opportunity, you know, with modern technology to record your parents and just chatting on and spending so much time together. It's just a really it's going to be a really cherished memory. Yeah. Am I doing the right thing here? Yeah. Mum's unraveling lights. Well yeah. You'll be able to see our Christmas tree from space. Quiet next door. <laughs> so baby's asleep and David has joined us and now we can decorate the tree together. Hooray! <laughs> ho ho ho. Merry exactly. Christmas. Don't say bar humbug. No, I wouldn't dream of it. Right, lights unraveled. So where do you start? From the bottom or from the top? Start from the bottom, from that end. Way! Oh my goodness, look at that. Rainbow. Red, orange, green. Green, blue, purple. Is there two greens and a rainbow? Is that right? Oh, are there? No. Oh. It's not bad, is it? Yeah, that's great. Burning my eyes. It is a quite bright light, isn't it? Right then, girl. Up your chuff it goes. There we go. Perfect. The angel is on the tree. Perfect. Slightly wonky. That all adds to the charm. Yeah. Mum's tree is definitely a more is more is more is more kind Absolutely. of tree. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what the children like. You know, just keep adding. That's what you like. Well, I'm a big kid. <laughs> it's like some friends of mine, you know, this year we're going to have a blue tree. Next year, let's have a red and gold one. The following year, we're going to have a white one. And I just think, ah, what's wrong with the same old, same old? <laughs> 
Because these baubles, when they come out, each one has a memory. Yes. You know, that's the ones you made at primary school. That one was given to me by so-and-so. This one was in Nanny's arsenal. She used to have them on her tree. Yeah, I think we just began that tradition last year of sort of collecting. If you, you know, buy a bauble each year or, you know, you get given baubles and, yeah, you start to amass all these memories that you get to reminisce each year. Yes. I'll stick some tinsel on then. All right, sorry. Have you enjoyed rescuing chickens? I have, actually. It's been a real joy to see them thrive. Shocked that we were with the first lot, the state that they were in. We sort of got used to expecting it in Yeah, we've had worse since, haven't we? But yes, we but, do expect you know, it now. To see how they are and to see how they interact with us now. And, you know, like children, they get to expect all these treats and things. They're running towards you, wings open, flapping down the hill yeah. when you come out with a bit of sweet corn in the afternoon. Yeah, I just love it. And seeing them, you know, when we're in the studio working and they're out pecking around, it does sort of bring the countryside to life a little bit rather than... When we're out there in the garden and they're round our feet and, mm. uh, you know, they just love a bit of company, don't they? Yeah. Where are we going to put this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> round the bottom and up? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, that's been one of the... I don't even remember how we decided we were going to get chickens. You decided. I didn't. I, you just said, I want chickens and I want alpacas. <laughs> I talked you out of the latter and agreed to the former. I was thinking myself the other day, oh, my God, thank God I don't have alpacas to look after as well. Because now with a baby, I just, yeah. you know, barely got time to do the bare minimum. So even the chickens, you know, we got a new batch of chickens um, a few months ago and I haven't even named them yet. And I was thinking, God, that used to be the first thing that I did. You know, I was in there learning all their mannerisms and um, deciding what to call them. And I haven't even had time to do that. And when one died last week, you didn't bat an eyelid. The first one, you <laughs> sobbed for weeks. So the farm has hardened you already. No! <laughs> I haven't got time to think about it. This is, it was one of the newbies that died. I haven't had the chance to name her yet. Maybe that's why. I don't know. The other one, you know, I'd known her for a year and I don't know. You get it? You're just, you're cold hearted. No, I'm now. not. No. Hard and sharp as flint. <laughs> if she dies, she dies. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I've really enjoyed actually unexpectedly doing the wool collections, like okay, getting yes. to meet all the farmers from around the Southwest and they've all come with a tale to tell. And, you know, some of them, you know, they're all grumbling about the same old thing and the prices and this and that and, you know, how it's hard to be a farmer. But, you know, in it, you just you find such characters. That's the thing. It's the characters of them. I mean, some of them are so Devonshire set in their ways and others are quite modern and some of them i can barely understand i know you've got to get your ear in as you say (laughs) names that i remember your dad talking about oh i met so-and-so at the market last week you know and you think it's a name you remember yeah but you can't put the face to the name and then, oh, crikey, that's him, right, okay. Well, now we're dealing with the sons of, aren't we? Yes, and we Yeah. Yes. You would say to me, oh, I recognise that name, and then the person that turns up, oh, that's my brother-in-law, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and similarly, I mean, people say to us, oh, May, you must know so-and-so, and of course we don't because there's so many Mays. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're nearly at the end of this. I feel like we're missing some at the top, but we might need to get David to do that bit. Oh. <laughs> you have well that's the price you pay for being tall <laughs> the price you pay i got them to do the new gateway up there and they've put it's nice and tall now 
Oh, good. There. Yeah, we've they got did it. this little short gateway through, David. I don't know whether Charlie told you. And it just scraped the top of her head yes. as she walked through. Yeah, she and saying. I said to them this morning, my son-in-law is six foot five and he's going to bang his head every time he goes through. It's not good enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's easy to put right. And they've done it. It's still narrow, yes. but at least it's tall. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is there room for any baubles, do you think? Um, <laughs> yeah, needs to be busy, busy, busy. I mean, God, some of the uh, tinsel you've got is just like a one foot strand of tinsel that's been snapped off years ago. We just bung it in. Yeah, it's about the memories, yes. Charlie. <laughs> you can't get good tinsel these days, I think. It's weird tinsel the tinsel so now. Thick. I think they use it for other well, yours probably was thick once. <laughs> really coming for your mum and her tinsel. <laughs> I like it. It's got a charm, you know, ratchet, ratchet tinsel. Oh, yeah. Was this one I made? No. No, it's one that Gillian made. The lady that gave you the lime green cardigan. Oh. What is the tradition with having apples, hanging apples on the tree? What's all that about? Well, that is the original um, decoration. And bells, what are they all about? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle, jingle all the way. way. <laughs> I was very in tune with each other anyway. I don't know in the bigger. These are my mum's, both of these. Oh, I love those. They're proper, like, glass proper baubles, aren't they? Yes. They're beautiful. Harry dips out on all this nowadays. He used to be... I think he's always been quite happy about yes. <laughs> avoiding decorating the tree. Does he get his own tree in Bristol now? Don't be silly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love that one. I think despite the last few years being really hard, it's been really lovely, like looking at the positives from the negatives, it's been really lovely uh, to work with you so closely because I guess now I'm a mum myself. You know, I've got family to think about, but it's been really nice just for you and I to go out and spend that really special time just together. We've done so much and I've really cherished, you know, being able to have you close through starting COVID in London and being, you know, so alone um, up there. And yeah, it's been nice to pivot and change so drastically. And you realise how important family is, don't you? Oh, that's right. Um, You'd have had a a lot more to handle if you didn't have me to help. (laughs) Very true. She says, blowing her own trumpet. Uh, Not that I've done much yet. Oh, look at these. She's had too much of the mulled wine. (laughs) The mulled wine is really more. Oh, yeah, let me go. Here we go. Top our glasses. I think it's like, you know, every cloud has a silver lining, doesn't it, in the end? Well, yeah, I mean, like we talked about before with, um, you know, foot and mouth and it was yes. an absolute horror. But, you know, with it, we saw Dad more and, you know, yes. things happened and yes. life changed so drastically. But there are positives to be had from that sometimes. I can't believe it's this time of year already. I know, this year has whizzed Two by. Two minutes ago, I was doing this last year. <laughs> Is there anything else, Mum, that um, you want to say, considering it's the last ever episode? Anything, any legacy to I leave? I love you all so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Roll the credits. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Back to Earth. Now that I've basically mastered being a farmer, it's time to take on my biggest challenge yet. 
world domination. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Yes, I will still be updating the socials with my farming adventures. So come say hi. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by David Knight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye for now.